Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord and hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the privilege of another day. Um, we're going to get started. And um, again, it's 730. So we're going to get started. Let me turn this phone off of speaker. And let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. We honor you. You have been such an awesome God to us. And we celebrate you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. God, you've been so good. As we look over our lives, we see that you have provided over and over and over again. So we bless your name for being such an awesome God to us. Now we pray in the name of Jesus. Father, move by your spirit in the midst of our Bible study and cause us, O oh God, to draw closer to you. We thank you, dear Lord, for this opportunity. And now, God, we pray, show up, show out, and have your way in the midst of this study. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, and amen. Tonight we're going to be looking at uh, two things. We're going to cover uh, a little bit of NICE. You know we're still looking at SHINE. SHINE is our major theme. And then the sub-theme under that, you have uh, SHARE and HELP, pause, comma, colon, semicolon, uh, dash. Just stop right there for me. SHARE and HELP. And then it says, I am, we went over that two, two or three weeks ago, nice everywhere. Tonight we're going to look again at nice, but it's going to be coupled with a Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving uh, Bible study. Because I'm believing that, again, with us being nice is not always just a deed, but many times it's our words as well. And thank you is a very, very powerful way of showing gratitude and inspiring folks. You know, again, when we get into that, I'll, I'll dig more deeper deeper into uh, Thanksgiving. But, but again, first and foremost, we're going to look at nice, being nice. And, and matter of fact, both of these, it's just folks being nice, it's really, it's rare where many times you'll see folks just not being nice, not giving a helping hand. And, um, again, we got together, Deacon Shepherdson and Sister Brenda, they came down to the church, um, and they really put the baskets together. Uh, Reverend Warren came down. Uh, Director Spencer, he came down. And, and it was amazing how uh, energized they were getting uh, over helping someone else, being able to do this good deed, just being nice. And and many times what you're going to find out with the Bible, and when it comes to doing what the Lord has asked us to do, um, many times what you're going to find out is that um, it's not biblical, uh, some of the things that you do. Helping someone rake their leaves, 
um, helping someone set their trash can out when the when the trash can was too heavy is just being nice. I don't know if you're going to find a scripture that says help rake leaves. I mean that thing specifically. Help someone when you see that their the, the weight of their trash can is too heavy for them and they need a hand. And as Christians, let me tell you something. It is so very powerful for us to be nice, to show that love. And as we went over the scriptures um, pertaining to give, um, um, not only being nice, but giving thanksgiving, and, and those things, when we do them, it brings glory to God. That's, and ultimately, that's what we're doing. We're doing this that somebody might see the God in us, that God would get the glory out of their life. So, so and, and, it's, and it's out of our life, we set this example for them, and that they might do something to bring glory again to God. Now, watch this. Here, it's, when we're being nice, listen, our nice, being nice, should not have conditions. And many times they do. They, we, we have um, what I call, it's an ultimatum. And, and, and the ultimatum, let me see if I, I got to look at my little notes here. The ultimatum, watch this, with no ultimatum. When we're being nice, it should not have an ultimatum. And this is a final demand or statement of terms. I'm doing this for you for a reason. I'm trying to get something from you, or I'm trying to barter with you. So I do this, you do that. It's got to come from the kindness of your heart. It says it's a final demand or statement of terms, the rejection of which will result in a retaliation or a breakdown in relations. It should not have an ultimatum. And many times, let me tell you, when it comes to us being nice, you want your nice, it's just like you buying a diamond. And when you're purchasing a diamond, you don't want it to be cloudy. You don't want it to have scratches. You don't want it to have any imperfections. The purer, the clearer the diamond is, guess what? The more it costs, the more, here we go, the more valuable it is. So the clearer, and can I tell you something? The clearness of your nice, <laughs> you know what's in nice, right? Ice. Ice is another slang term for diamond. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Lord. I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that in my regular study. Nice. Ice is a slang term for diamond. And when you think of your nice, you want your nice like a diamond. You want it like ice. You want it clear. Even when you, you're dealing with regular ice, ice that you put in the drink to make it cold, you don't want your ice cloudy. You, you're wondering, hold on a second, what did they make this ice out of if it's cloudy? 
your diamond. You want it pure. You want it clear. You want it clean. And that's how you want your nice. You don't want any imperfections. You don't want anything tied to it. You don't want an ultimatum. You don't want any conditions. Do it out of the kind. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to set you up so you can get in this blessing flow. I'm trying to set you up so you can get into this river of blessings where the blessings that God said you're supposed to receive in Deuteronomy chapter 28, the blessings that he said you're supposed to receive, that you're receiving them and you're receiving them on a regular. See, a lot of times Christians, they're receiving blessings. They haven't received an abundant blessing like that in years. I'm finding myself, I'm walking up on blessings all the time. Stop talking about yourself all the time. I'm trying to tell you that you're going to give God glory and God's going to give you the blessings if you get in line with the flow. You got to get in the flow. In the um, water parks, they have this, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's called Moving River. It's called a um, um, uh, flow, the river, the 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 um I can't think of the name of it. It's gonna to come to me. But there's a river. There's a river that moves around and, and it's and and what you have to do, sometimes that river in the water park, if you get in there, then especially if you're in an inner tube, it begins to move you right along. You don't have to do anything. In the swimming pool you gotta swim. If you're on a raft, you got to sit there, and the raft just sits there. But when you get in this motion, that, 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 that moving river, the rapids, you see I'm still trying to get it, that rapids, the rapid river, the motion river, when you get in there, listen, you're not doing anything, but you're getting moved along. That's what it is when you get into the Deuteronomy 28 flow. When you start doing things the way God said do it, if you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do those things that he's called you to do, guess what? You're going to be blessed when you go out, blessed when you come in, blessed when you when you work, blessed when you have children, blessed when you uh, uh, save. Everything you do is going to be blessed. However, your your nice that ice is probably cloudy, and that's why you're not in that flow. That's why you're waiting for somebody to, to to touch you and give you the blessings. It shouldn't happen. Watch this. It it should happen. Okay, let me and let me just erase that little s right there. It should happen automatically. And let me tell you something. When you take that pause to do something that you know you should be doing, those pauses sometimes can stymie you to a place where you don't do the nice deed that you're supposed to be doing. It should happen automatically. It should have no ultimatum, and it should happen automatically. I'm going to put me some bullets right here in my notes. Automatically. If it doesn't, why? You gotta ask yourself. You gotta dial you gotta diagnose and dialogue with yourself. Diagnose and dialogue with yourself. Why didn't you do it? When you saw him struggling, when you saw her uh uh listen, I've seen it. Uh, I I went to pick some folks up. Uh, matter of fact, the lady that I was picking up, she was blind. I didn't realize I was going to pick up a blind lady. When she um, was trying to get to the curb, there was a partition around a flower bed 
right there on the sidewalk. So she had her 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 stick, and she was tapping against it, trying to find the sidewalk and trying to find a break in that partition around the little flower bed. And she tapped it, tapped it, and she went down a few more feet, tapped it, tapped it, and folks walking past her on the sidewalk, me just pulling up. I didn't know what was going on. And then when I looked, oh, because a lot of times the blind people, they know tap, 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 until you feel the, the, the no more tap, there's no more petition, and, they, and they're familiar with that area. So I'm looking, I'm looking at traffic, looking back at her, and the next thing you know, a few people passed her by, but, I mean, it did not take long. This lady comes over, and she says, ma'am, are you trying to get to the curb? It didn't take long. Some people looked, saw it, and guess what? It didn't happen automatically. She's blind. I'm not helping her. We, we all know what that stick looks like. We all know when they're doing that what's going on, but automatically it did not happen. You've got to ask yourself. You've got to dialogue with yourself. You've got to diagnose, di- diagnose what in the world is going on. Why? Are you helping now? Automatically, boom, how come it didn't happen? And many times what we do is overthink things. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Some aspect of of this thing is starting to cause you to question. The person asks you for a dollar. Be nice. They ask you for some change. Be nice. You saw the situation. The purse, thank you, Holy Ghost. The, the hand, their hands are full and they're moving towards a door. And you realize that that door has a very small handle. It's no way they're going to be able to open it. With their hands full, automatically, you, matter of fact, you sprint in front of them to get the door. You turn around and look, and guess what? You see that their hands are full, so you wait a few minutes and hold the door. Their blinker is on. So I'm going to slow up to let them over. What's stopping you? Why are you overthinking it? What's stopping you? And any other questions that you can write down. I only wrote down two. I had a number three, but I didn't write anything beside it. You can write down your own number three. What's stopping you from being nice? And again, you keep going back. Is there an ultimatum? Is there a condition? I'm not going to be nice to them because somebody wasn't nice to me. It's not my turn. It's somebody else's turn. Watch this. Let's look at some scriptures. Uh, Do I want to go here or I don't want to go here? All right, let's go here. All right, first scripture. We're going to look at Matthew. God is so good. Thank you, Lord. Hold on. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody was muted. Hold on. Now we're going to go to Matthew, and we're going to look at 5 and 42. And in this, okay, let's go here. I'm going to go 
Okay. 5 and 42. Watch what it says. And I had to broaden that just in case I wanted to go a little bit deeper. Yes. Um, yeah, let's go back up to 40. 40 says, if someone wants, wants to sue you, in order to take your shirt, and I'm looking from the good God's word translation, and I'm looking at verse number 40. If they want to sue you, if someone wants to sue you in order to take your shirt, let him have your coat too. If he wants your shirt, let him have your coat too. Now, watch this. If someone someone forces you to go one mile Go two miles with him. Give to everyone. Amen. Watch this. Give to everyone who asks you for something. Don't turn anyone away who wants to borrow something from you. Now, that was the God's Word translation. Watch this. Easy to read. Verse number 42. When someone asks you for something, give it to them. When someone wants to borrow something, lend it to them or lend it to him. Give, 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 do, do, do. And listen, God is saying, listen to what he says in his word. This is not Pastor Shepherdson. Give and give abundantly. If they want your shirt, give, the, give your coat. Do the extra mile. You've got to understand. The Bible says God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seeking God is doing God's will. I'm trying to experience you, God. And listen, you gotta, you got to have this little note in your mind that even if I don't get an immediate reward, thank you, Holy Ghost. If I don't get an immediate reward, guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Why? Because God has asked me to, and I'm doing it to hallelujah, honor you. I'm doing it to honor God. I'm doing it to honor his word. I'm doing it, watch this, obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm doing it to be obedient. That was Matthew chapter 5, looking at 40, let me, uh, 40 to 42. Give to people who ask. Philippians 2, 4. Look that one up real quick. Philippians 2. Okay, here we go. God's Word translation. It says here, I'm going to back up, back up to verse number 3. It says, don't act out of selfish ambition, or be conceited. Instead, humbly think of others as being better than yourself. Don't be concerned only about your own interests, but also be concerned about the interests of others. Have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Can you write that down? Three through five. Three through five. Let me read it again. Here it is. Uh, Message Bible translation. 
three through five. Do nothing from selfishness, from selfishness or empty conceit. Through that sounds like amplified. Sure enough, is I'm sorry. I, I usually have the Message Bible in my second slot, but as soon as I read it and saw those brackets, I knew that's not the message. That's the amplified. Here it is, verse number three. It says here through factional motives or strife, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself. Now, let me tell you, when it comes to you being kind, being nice, doing these deeds, most of the time you look at yourself as a servant when you're helping other people, and, and particularly in certain ways, you got to have your own little definition, what makes you feel like the servant. However, you've got to understand that the Word of God says, we've got, thank you, Holy Ghost, that we've got to understand that the Word of God says, this is how we're supposed to look at ourselves. Let me look over. Message Bible, I got it all the way over here on the end now. Makes me be alert. Thank you, God. Okay, and I said what? So Philippians, and we're looking at three through five. Here we go. And, okay, the way it's broke down. Watch this. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourself long enough to lend a helping hand. Think of yourself the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantage of that status no matter what. Not at all. So this is, our mindset is, you are a servant. I am a servant. So when it comes to us being nice, let me tell you something. This is supposed to be our nature. You, listen, we live. A little song just jumped in my, to, something to live. Okay, leave it alone. It's, it's for me to live, to live as Christ and to die as gain is not it. There was a song, there's a song that, that came to my mind. That is us, for us to live. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Israel Halton. Thank you, Holy Ghost. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. I, I live to give. I live to help. I live to be nice. When it comes to us being nice, let me tell you something. We go all out. We are servants. And when you are servants, and when you are genuine, when you're crystal clear, when there's no conditions, when there's no ultimatum, when you do it automatically, you're going to find out that this is seeds. You're planting seeds. 
And ultimately, again, it's to bring God glory. There is a price. There is a price to pay. It says, um, 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 for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And what we're doing is walking out the the um, job description that God has given us as believers. And folks saying, yes, I want him as my Savior, but I don't want him as Lord. When he's your Lord, you do what he says do. When he's your Savior, he saves you from your sin. When he's your Lord, you're looking to him for direction. Who am I to help today? You know the taxi cab driver. That's a taxi cab driver kind of way of living. Uh, where to? The next person gets in, where to? Until Uber came along. They, the Uber, when you Uber, you don't have to ask them where to. You just push the button and it tells you where, where they're going. Even if they're going to, from the Washington Hotel in D.C. all the way to New York. Good God Almighty. <laughs> where to? How can I help you today? And many times, listen, you got believers that's been lived for years and years, been in the church, been in the Word, been in Bible study, been in Sunday school, been in church service after church service. They got thousands and thousands of these meetings that they've gone to, special services, uh, deliverance services, and things of that nature, and they still don't live their life as a servant. We did that. Matthew, bam, uh, 5, 40 through 42, Philippians 2. Uh, three through five, Exodus. Watch this, because this is what's happening. This is what's happening to us when we help other folks. Exodus, look at chapter 17. When I say Exodus 17, some folks already know. Some folks already know. They know exactly where I'm going with this. Exodus chapter 17, very powerful story happens in Exodus chapter 17. Watch this. And, and and the real focus scripture is verse number 12, um, but it, at, at some other point, you should read, read what happened. Uh, God defeats the Amalekites, starts at verse number 8, but it goes down eventually. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, let me dr- jump back up. And we're going to look at 12, but I'm going to jump back up to 10. It says, Joshua did as Moses told him and fought the Amalekites, while Moses and Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. Verse number 11 says, and long as, as long as Moses held up his hands, Israel would win. But as soon as he put his hands down, the Amalekites uh, would start to win. Eventually, Moses' hands felt heavy. Again, I'm I'm looking at the God's uh, what was it the God uh, God's word translation. Verse number eleven, it says, uh, no, verse number twelve. Eventually, Moses' hands felt heavy, so Aaron and her took a rock, put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron held up one hand, and her held up the other. His hands remained steady until sunset. This is the example of what we need to see when it comes to us helping somebody else out. And let me tell you something. When I say it should happen automatically, many times, again, when it comes to us starting to go through this dialogue in our head, how, I'm, how come I'm not going to help him? How come I'm not going to help her? Well, that's Moses. 
And if Moses is the man, he's the one that could go up on the mountain and talk to God. When the fire came down up on the mountain and the quaking started happening and uh, the mountain was shaking and everything, Moses was the big dog that got to go up on the mountain and talk to God. Then if he's the man, how come Moses can't hold up his own hands? No, 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 we don't say it. We don't dialogue it all out like that. But guess what? Boom, it hits our mind in a split second, and it says he's supposed to be all that. And all this other conversation is going on. Well, let's see him hold. He, if, 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 if I can be the leader, oh, here we go, with a condition. If I can begin to flex some power, then I'll help him. The reason it does not happen automatically because we go through these, these questions. We go through these different dialogues. We go through these different decision-making processes in our head, and it causes us to hesitate. And I found out that the same thing as we get ready to migrate into thank you, the same thing goes with your deeds. It comes with you being nice. If you don't do it immediately, as seconds begin to tick, it becomes harder and harder for you to do it. And many times it doesn't take too many seconds before we wind up saying, guess what? I won't do it. It be it's second number one. Mm, you know what? I should. Second number two. I should, but I've already waited. Second number three. Wow. I missed that opportunity. It doesn't take long for us to decide that we're not going to do this good deed. And guess what? It doesn't matter what the consequences. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The consequences here in Exodus chapter in Exodus chapter 17, the consequence was Israel began to lose. They were going to lose the war. But guess what? They uh, her and 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 Aaron saw that when Moses' hand, see, we've got to be observant. We've got to know that. See, we are looking for what the issue is. And you got to understand, for Moses to sit on this rock, you better understand it wasn't a pebble. It's going to take something out of you. It's going to take some of your energy. It's going to take some of your strength. And I'm going to keep going back to it. Keep that nice ice. Keep that nice like ice. Keep that nice like ice. Keep it like a diamond. Keep it clear. Keep it clean. Keep it pure. Keep it un unfiltered. It's pure. Do it from the... That's when you're going to move into the flow. That's when you're going to move into the blessing flow. Come on, let's look at these last few scriptures, and then we're going to move on to Thanksgiving. Giving thanks. All right? Look at Galatians, all right? And then 6, and in Galatians 6, we're going to really be focusing on verse number 10, God's word, God's word, translation. Watch this, verse number 10, whenever, whenever we have the opportunity, we have to do what is good for everyone, especially for the family of believers. When it comes to the body of Christ, listen, you taking off the gloves or putting on the gloves. When it comes to fighting for them, when we say you're going to fight and you're really going to get rough, you take the gloves off. Take them boxing gloves off. Bam, I'm hitting you with the knuckles. 
When we fighting, when you're doing spiritual warfare, when you're helping them, take off the gloves and let's go to war for the believers. Listen, many times, listen, that's your blessing. Your blessing is tied up in how you take care of the body. I've never seen someone to see themselves bleeding or to see themselves wounded and not take their hand and attend to that wound. If the person is hot, they will take that hand, pick up a fan, and fan the well, My hand not sweating. My face is sweating. My head is the thing that's hot. My head is hurting. Not my hand is not hurting, but my hand is going to pick up that ice pack and put that ice on top of my head. Why? So my head can feel better. Why? Because we're all one body. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. You're not going to get what God said you're going to have. Why? Because you're not doing what God said. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I will prefer you to do this. And some folks, they wrestle, they fight against being nice. Listen to what it says. That was Galatians chapter 6, verse number 2. Oh, where was I? Yep. 6 and 2. Galatians 6 and 2. Let me see if I did that right. Help carry each other's burdens. What did I do? Okay, Galatians 6 and 2. Here we go. Wow, wow. You know what? I got to pause. Wow. Okay, okay. So that's Hebrews. Okay. So what I did, I got confused, right? I didn't know that I was confused. I was mixing up the scriptures. I said probably Galatians 6 and 10. I said 6 and 10. But 6 and 10 goes along, and I'm going to put slash 10. It's supposed to be in Galatians 6 and 2, but my next scripture is 6 and 10. So when I looked down, I saw 6, 10, so I went down to verse number 10. Whenever we have the opportunity, we have to do what is good for everyone, especially for the family of believers, okay? But my verse was verse number, God, my God, my God, my God. I'm telling y'all, I'm his favorite. When I mess up, he gives me a pout. He says, no, son, I, I got another scripture. You didn't write it down in your notes, but here it is for you. Now, watch this, verse number six and Six two, because see, that's what happens when I write down a verse and don't write down my little notes after it. It says, "Help carry each other's burdens." In this way, you will follow Christ's teaching. Drop down to verse number ten. Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Watch this. Whenever we have the opportunity, we have to do what is good for everyone, especially for the family of believers. Let me keep it moving because I'm moving into my second half. Here we go. Now, here's the scripture, Hebrews. Okay. Six. Did I do that right? Yes. Hebrews six. And then drop down to ten. This is where I looked down and saw my six and ten, and it was six and two. But the six and ten in Hebrews chapter uh, six, it says this. Here we go. God is fair. He won't forget what you've done or the love you've shown for him. You helping his holy people 
and you continue to help them, then I hope you hear it. The Bible says God is fair. He won't forget the work you've done. Listen to this. Here we go. Another translation. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown for his name in ministering to, amplified version, the needs of the saints, God's people, as you do. When you do this, guess what? God is saying, I'm going to remember. And you better understand when God remembers, he's going to bless. He's going to go out of his way. He's going to do it. He's going to fulfill. All right? Watch this. Here we go. Which one is this? This one is easy to read. Verse number, no, we're not. Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> let's move on and let's finish this one up. Thank you. I ain't reading no more. Here we go. Hebrews. We're going to stay in Hebrews. We're going to move to chapter 13. And then we're going to close out nice and we're going to move into thank you. Hebrews 13:16. God's Word translation. 13:16. Don't forget to do good things for others and to share what you have with them. These are the kinds of sacrifices that please God. Oh my God. Now you're talking about a way to end end out nice these are the sacrifices that please God. And matter of fact, I'm going to put on my notes, if I ever do this one again, that I would reverse these two. Uh, this one, um, this would be one, and this would be two. Number one would be Hebrews 13, 16. Number two would be 6, 10. And, and again, you say for one, that's, this pleases God. And then number two, don't forget, uh, God is going to remember. This pleases God, and God is going to remember. So be nice. Just keep being nice, keep being nice, keep planting seeds, and you don't understand how these seeds are going to grow. There are certain plants that grow in the winter. The, the spring, summer, fall plants, they've died. But now you've got some flowers that will actually last a portion of the winter. When you throw these seeds out, you don't know when God is going to let them flower. You don't know when you're going to. You just keep throwing them out. And let me tell you something. Don't be sparingly. Don't, don't, don't pinch trying to find one seed. I'm going to put one seed right here. I'm going to put, listen, give, 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 give. Oh. You got an extra turkey. Somebody gave you a turkey, and, and you got an extra turkey. And, and, and you ain't checking to see if somebody else, hey, well, guess what? Somebody gave me this turkey. I'm going to see if I can give it to somebody else. Somebody else gave me a gift card. Guess what? I'm going to see if I can give this other gift card to somebody else. I already have enough. So you're looking to give, give, give. And you're not giving with the expectation, oh, I'm going to get blessed. When I get blessed, I'm going to get real blessed. I'm going to get real big blessing for this. No, no, no. I'm giving out. I'm keeping my nice ice. Keep your nice ice. All right? Now, when we move over into thank you, 
That's another way of being nice, to say thank you. Let me tell you something. When I pulled up the websites, when you look at you'll see there are a lot of folks that it's, it, it seems like it's difficult for them to say thank you. And, and again, the same energy we give folks when things go wrong, we should give it when things go right. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I appreciate that. I thank you so much. And this is what we're supposed to be doing as the body of believers. Come on. Let's take it back to the word. Let's go. Oh, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Here we go. Watch this. When it comes to us giving thanks, there are some distractions. What you may not realize is between us being whatever causes us to 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 be off, not being appreciative, uh, to be short, it could be that we're sleepy, that we've got some anxieties going on. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And for us to say thank you, it could be that these are reasons why we don't say thank you. It could be that we're distracted. We got anxieties going on. Understand what this person is going through. If you did something for them and they did not say thank you, look at their eyes. Sometimes you can see it. It's in their eyes. They're sleepy. Sometimes you gave it to them. They kind of reached their hand out and they took it and they said, yeah, thank you. And 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 it wasn't what you were expecting, or they didn't say thank you at all. They're distracted. They got anxieties going on. It could be an oversight, and it was unintentional. They'll feel they may just feel real, real bad when they remember. Guess what? That I didn't even say thank you. I do it often. I get up behind the podium, although I'm a pastor, although I've been preaching a long time, sometimes I'll have anxieties going on. I may look cool, calm, and collective, and some things that I should have known to do, I didn't do, and afterwards, I'm beating myself up. I was distracted. Service was real good. There was a long list of thank yous, but guess what? I left the thank yous in the Bible. I left them on my phone. Had them written down, didn't go over them. Had it in my mind, said, guess what? I don't need to write it down. I'll remember these. It ain't before. Bam, service got high, and I forgot. So don't hold it against them. Sometimes, watch this. Here's another reason. They did not realize the effort that you put into it. It was a lot for you to do what you did. And you were looking for a big old thank you. You were looking for a big old appreciation, and it did not happen. They clearly aren't placing the same significance on the token that you gave that you put on there. They don't realize your effort. One, they, they could be distracted. Two, they could not realize. And, and, and this could be same same thing with you. So you want to make sure that you are being cognizant of when folks do stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And some folks you know, listen, you know that they're looking for a big thank you. In order to keep peace in the house, give them what they're looking for. It ain't nothing but a big thank you. Watch this. Here's another one. There is 
unresolved conflict. This is the one I really want to dig into. There could be unresolved conflict. And you, listen, it's just like folks hold back the praise. Some folks can't praise God with the energy and the exuberance that other folks, because guess what? They ain't getting the blessing. They're not getting the blessing that the other folks are getting. That's why they don't jump up and down. That's why they ain't saying, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. They're not getting the blessing. There's some unresolved conflict. When someone feels hostility towards another person, it's difficult to communicate in a positive manner. When someone feels hostility towards another person, it's difficult to communicate in a positive manner. They believe that acknowledging the other party for any positive act would absolve them from the perceived offense. What am I saying? When when you absolve, you are set or declare someone free from blame, guilt, or responsibility. So I got an issue with you in another area, and if I show some positive act towards you, now this is going to absolve this other issue. See, I'm telling you, it gets deep. And the reason that you don't want to thank them for the deed that they did, the reason that you don't say thank you, or the reason they did not say thank you is because It's another issue that you and I have, and you and I both know it, and I'm not going to appreciate what you did. Why? Because this other issue is not resolved. Mm -mm 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 -mm. It's better to get it out in the open rather than to harbor a grudge. Lacking the capacity to thank someone for this, Thoughtfulness will breed additional discord. Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D. It is better to get these issues out in the open. Folks don't like dealing with issues. I want to get it out in the open. I'm telling you, just like my nice ice, you want to keep this stuff clear. If there's issues, come to me and let me know. If you got a problem with something I did, come to me and let me know. And I'm telling you, I will get that thing resolved as quickly as possible. Why? Because it breeds additional discord. Help us, Holy Ghost. Regardless of the reason, there is never a valid excuse to avoid a thank you. Regardless of the reason. And folks, listen, do you know what he did? Here it is, long list. Do you know what she said? Do you know how long I've been waiting for her to do X, Y, Z? Regardless of the reason, there is no, there's never a valid excuse to avoid a thank you. Intentionally doing so is, watch this, dismissive and disrespectful. Intentionally, I'm not talking about by accident, intentionally doing so is dismissive and disrespectful. Dismissive is feeling or showing that something is unworthy of consideration. 
This has nothing to do with what happened back then. And it's, watch this, it's killing the body of Christ. Folks holding grudges for years. Will not let it go. Won't release it. Folks can do things, nice things for them. But because you did that back then, I can't appreciate what you just did. It's dismissive. Feeling or showing that something is unworthy of consideration. And it's disrespectful. Watch this. Showing a lack of respect or courtesy. Impolite. Keeping quiet sends the message of indifference, which can strain both social and workplace relationships. So you cannot listen. Now you got a problem going to work. Why? Because you, this, uh, issues. So when you again have this, I'm not saying thank you. I'm not going there. I'm not saying, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. Keeping quiet, not bringing it up, not getting it in the open, keeping quiet sends a message of indifference. Indifference, a lack of interest, concern, or sympathy. Keeping quiet sends the message of indifference. Have no sympathy. I don't care what you just did. I don't care how much work you just put into it. I'm not saying nothing. By not saying nothing, guess what? You're causing problems. You're causing issues. By not saying thank you, it's going to cause a problem in relationships. Come on, let's move on. Watch this. First scripture. The Bible talks about it. You're going to see it over and over and over again. Approximately just saying thanks 73 times in the Bible. Just thanks. Ephesians. Okay, chapter 5. Watch this. Flow with me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, now I'm going to change this one. I'm going to change this to the King James. Give me two seconds. King James Version. Okay, watch this. Ephesians chapter 5. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Watch this. It talks about the fornicators, the uncleanliness, the uh, covetousness, and things of that nature. Verse number four, neither filthiness nor foolish talking, jesting, which is convenient, but rather giving of thanks. These things, watch this. It says, uh... Let it not, in verse number three, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. Keep all this other mess out. But what should be said about us, they are so thankful. They are so appreciative. They give thanks. Watch this. Uh, I'm jumping over. Good news. No, no, no. Easy to read translation. Verse number four. It says also, therefore, there must be no evil talk among you. Don't say things that are foolish and filthy. These are not for you, but you should be 
giving thanks to God. And we talked about it on Sunday. We're talking about it again. Let me tell you something. In every situation that you can name, you can still look at a situation. You can still look and find a reason to be thankful. Yes, the whole house was destroyed in a hurricane. No memorabilia is left. Thank God we're still alive. Thank God we had hurricane insurance and the whole house can be rebuilt and we can start all over with new memorabilia, including a picture of the tore house of the hurricane. Thank God we're not gone. God spared our life. Thank God we can rebuild. No matter what the situation, the Bible says, listen, keep that foolishness out of your mouth. And let me tell you something. You will find out that it is difficult for folks to keep the evil speaking out of their mouth. They can't help but be negative. They can't help but be distracted with those things that are, again, contrary. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Contrary to what God has asked us to do. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 4. You can read it from 1 to 4, but 4 is our focus verse. Philippians chapter 4. All right? Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Now watch this. We're going to look down at... Look at verse number, no, no, no. Look at verse number four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight. Take pleasure in him. Again, I will say rejoice. Let the gentle spirit, let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people, okay, the Lord is near, watch this, do not be anxious or worry about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. So this Thanksgiving thing is, again, something that we share with one another when you receive the blessings and the gifts and the good deeds from other folks, and you're sharing it with God at all times. This Thanksgiving thing, let me tell you something, it's all about God. I'm telling you, uh, the, 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 the real Thanksgiving is so wicked, we don't want to have anything to do with it. Matter of fact, um, it's amazing that, matter, matter of fact, the celebration, uh, it would not bother me if we changed it because for us thanksgiving is a eating holiday christmas is a gift giving holiday um the thanksgiving being a eating or a celebrating over the breaking of bread is should be the smaller part of it but the giving of good deeds for one to to each other and to unexpected folk thank you holy ghost Unexpected folks, where you are just blessing folks that that unexpected. In everything, we're thanking God and being kind. 
All right? Here we go, because we only got, what, five more minutes? Come on, let's get these last, what, two scriptures. Uh, Second Corinthians, and both of them are in Second Corinthians 4. One of them is in chapter 4. Looking at verse number 15, I'm not going to read up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight to the, here we go. For all things are for your sake, that abundance, abundant grace, might through the thanksgiving of many rebound towards the glory of God. Here we go. Here we go. Read it in. I bet you it's easy to read. Hold on. Uh, Good news. Good news. Verse number 15. Here we go. All this is for your sake. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, they will offer to to the glory of God more prayers and thanksgiving. All this is, back it up to verse number 14, listen. For, listen, we know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus to life, will also raise us up with Jesus and take us together with you into his presence. All this is for your sake. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, how does God's grace reach more and more people? Folks don't realize it, but guess what? God's grace, his unmerited favor is achieved, is manifested in this earth realm through you through you digging in your pocketbook, through you, through your sweat and elbow grease, through you putting you aside and being nice to someone else, and then again being able to cause them to break forth in thanksgiving towards God. Help me, Holy Ghost. Move it on. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Chapter 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to end out with this. Thank you, God. Look down at verse number. Here we go. Look at verse number 10. We're going to look at 10 and 11. It says here, Now he that ministereth seed to the sower both ministers bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increases the fruit of your righteousness, key verse, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes, causes through us thanksgiving to God, that's King James. Over here on the far end, message, easy to read, in the center. Oh, I got to put my books back the way they were. It's messing me up. Verse number 11. Okay, verse number 10 and 11, easy to read. God is the one who gives seed to those who plant, and he gives bread for food. And God will give you spiritual seed and make that seed grow. He will produce a great harvest for your 
goodness. God will make you rich in every way so that you can always give freely. And your giving through us will make people give thanks to God. Is that the nice and the thanksgiving wrapped up together? It brings about a appreciation and a gratitude, not only for what you've done, but it brings thanksgiving and glory and gratitude to God. God sows the seed through us into this world. Be nice and be thankful, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks to God. I will talk to you again on next week, God willing. And uh, what would that be? Oh, that's the 29th. Thank you, Jesus. Have a good evening. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.